Welcome to the 23rd episode of Outsiders. My name is Julia Curtis Burns, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Gilbert Sanford. And this episode is called Friday Night Gumbo. Yes. Because it's Friday night, and we and are <laughs> in... Gilbert School, the new school. Again. <laughs> it's a great space, though. Like, it's a it cool is, space. It is. And we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. Yeah. I had some mystery questions for her. She was supposed to come up with some mystery questions for me, but she didn't. But that's cool. I'm going to just surprise her. And she. the rule is that she has to answer all of the questions. And we're also going to talk about some other stuff. Other stuff. Yeah. So let's get it started. Woo! You ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you have to answer. You okay. Ready? Oh, God. Mystery question number one. I, f- I feel like it's like I'm... A- <laughs> <laughs> we're not even drinking. Like, that's the thing. We're having... A- like, you have to answer. I don't <laughs> we're know. Having, we're having peanut butter cookies. Definitely. Um, the so best. It's actually really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who is your celebrity crush? But there are two parts to this question. Okay. Okay. Is this celebrity crush someone that you would make your girlfriend or your wife? Mm. And how do you decide that? Oh, my God. I don't Bam! Know. Get it started early. <laughs> um, shit. All right. <laughs> well, I had a celebrity crush, but... I don't think she's no longer my crush. You got divorced? Yeah. I, <laughs> all right. I was in love with Halle Berry. Really? Yeah, I just... She was... Uh, she's like... Very, you know, feminine and petite. I just... I don't know. Something about her always attracted me. But not anymore. Now, I don't even know. You don't have one anymore? Or, fine. It, no, I want it to be a crush. I was going to say somebody you admire, but I want it to be a crush. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. So was Halle Berry, like, wife material for you in terms of crushes, or was she, like, girlfriend yes, material? wife material. So how did you decide that she was wife material? I don't know. There's, it's like a lot of things about her that I really like in a woman. And I don't know. I feel like she... I don't know. I have um. How can I say that? I have this this thing where I feel pity, not pity, but I feel a certain way about people who are being misunderstood, mm-hmm. and therefore I feel like she was being misunderstood by the media, per se. No. And then that make me feel more. You know, and just let her yeah, exactly. Wow, what was happening with Halle Berry? I don't even know. Nothing in- interesting. Oh, it's she just, was like showing her boobs. And yeah, selfish. and then people usually talk. You know, the media talk, and then it's just like, oh, you know, da 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 da. And as a black woman, I feel like they judging her without even knowing mm. her as a person yeah. or the reason why she does certain things. I feel like as black women, we get judged for everything. That is true. You know? And it's like, 
we're held to like a totally different standard than anyone else. A white woman could do something. Okay, she does it and you move on. With the black woman, it's like she can't be somebody who is going to a party and having a good time. Right. And maybe she gets a little drunk. Okay. Maybe she's turning up. Exactly. That's cool. You know, it's a little turnt. Whatever. (laughs) But like, yeah. It's like we have to be, if we're in the media, like, I I think. We have to be like this perfect image, exactly. and we can't be both. There you go. Right. There you go. Yeah. And I think for Halle Berry, it's yeah. Like, and then she kind of like die out. I yeah, don't she know. did. And I was like, "What the hell?" And I was like, well, "We can't be lo- no longer together." I'm sorry. Yeah, you divorced her. Yeah. I should turn. Let me see if I can turn it off. It's okay. I'll edit it out. Um. Yeah, so that was that. Now, I'm thinking, I am not sure who's, like, a crush. All right, so I spoke about Ali Berry, and then my second crush was um, Aaliyah. Mm. I don't know. I was so in love with her because she's so pretty. You like femmes. Yeah. Well... Let me not say yeah, somewhat, but she's very hot. Anyway, <laughs> was. And then, that's that. So was Aaliyah more of a wife material or a girlfriend material for you, and how do you know? She was just like, dumb. Like, not the girl next door, but, like, more like the girl to go to if you're having problem in your relationship. (laughs) Is she a side chick? (laughs) Yo, Halle Berry is her wife, and Aaliyah was her side chick. I'm just saying, just, like, a friend to go to, and then talk over stuff. Oh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, drink, a mm-hmm. bit. drink a little bit. You know, yeah. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. I know about that. <laughs> Do I have to answer this? No. You want to? Um, but right now, I don't really have a crush crush on anybody. I really think Gabrielle Union is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She's really cool. She, she, I haven't she, seen her though. Like, I know. Oh, she's in uh, Mary Jane. Uh, oh, I Becoming think, Mary Jane? Yeah. So, I think she's very professional. And That's what you like? Now, <laughs> that I'm older, you know, you see, you see different things. Mm-hmm. She's, she, she like the way she, her body language is. You never hear anything crazy about her, you know. So... If I was gonna pick someone, I think she would be the perfect hmm. match. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, real union. Hey, girl. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. My celebrity crush used to be Alicia Keys. Oh. Oh my God, I was like obsessed. Is it because she she's? I mean, well, I okay. Know. First of all, everybody, everybody, all the listeners, keep it real. When you saw That's that true. video, which one? The first video Alicia Keys ever came out with. Mm-hmm. Fallen, mm-hmm. right? She had the cap on. She had her braids going on. She, I mean, she, I, yeah. I was like, I remember the day, the time where I was when I saw that video I because know. I was just like, oh, 
No, give it to her, man. Give it to her. She was the first concert I ever saw, and I was just, like, obsessed. I had this poster. She was on the cover of Vibe magazine, like, a really long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that poster on my wall when I was in She's the one's obsessed. My mom used to be like, you're obsessed with Alicia Keys. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. But I didn't even know I was gay at that point. I just, like, I was just, like, obsessed with Alicia Keys, like, I love everything about her. And now, and then, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I kind of dropped her when she married Swiss Beats. I was like, mm. <sighs> this I'm 20 back there. Um, I did she, not say that. She was, what? <laughs> <laughs> I did not say this word. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> be someone better. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> like me. But anyway. Do not quote me on that, guys. Anyway. Yeah, so that used to be I'm glad she said Alicia Keys. I thought she was going to say some what nonsense. Do you think I, was I don't know. Beyonce do or something. Oh, Beyonce's pretty cool. Like, she's an amazing woman. But I don't know if, like... Oh, Megan Good. No. I know. I don't know. I mean, like, no hate, no shade to Megan Good, but just not for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if I could... I don't know if Beyonce's, like... My type, like gotcha. Like she's beautiful, but it, I don't know if she's like for me. Yeah, you know, totally agree. I think if I were to pick a singer now, mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know. I have to think about that for a little bit. There's none. I like Nicki Minaj. She's cool. How do you like her? <laughs> like she's cool. Oh my god! Oh my god! She just came oh out. my god! I'm so sorry. I forgot who my wife is. I it just Rihanna. Oh. Rihanna <laughs> is my wife. She is my celebrity wife. You know the woman that I'm dating right now. She knows that Rihanna is my celebrity <laughs> wife. Don't and get it twisted. We already had an agreement, a conversation about it. Yeah, like I love Rihanna. I. Well, she's she's very great looking. <laughs> she is, but I also like the fact that she kind of like does whatever she wants, you know. Like, she's, and I think she's getting she she's being more like, ooh, more like sexier yeah. and doing all that good stuff. Good yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be mine. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Moving forward, yes. Uh, my next question is, what was your most? Wait for it. Uh oh. What was your most embarrassing mm-hmm. and or awkward mm-hmm. date? Wow. Or date moment. Hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she was acting like that was a hard question, but then she like just got it. Like I got. No, it. you know why? Because I have so many awkward oh. date moments, so I, w- I have to pick one. <laughs> it's funny. Okay. So, uh, this girl I met in OK Cupid, and you know I was like, you know, let let me give her a shot, you know, whatever. And then, uh, so we we met. Somewhere. I can tell you where we met. Um, what's this place called? I don't know. It's a gay bar in Brooklyn around Park, Park Slope. Area. Gingers. Gingers. Look at that. I don't even live in Brooklyn and I know I that. Know. That means I'm really gay. 
Anyways, okay. <laughs> so we met there and it was kind of like awkward because the way she looked in the profile is not the same way she <gasps> looked. Was it catfish? No. Cute. Okay, cute. Okay, no, 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 no. Like a catfish, mean? like how people put one picture, but it's just not who they really are. I mean, not really. It, it was more like she changed, I guess, along the way. Like Changed how? Like her body <laughs> or her face. Face <laughs> or her body and her face. <laughs> it, it was weird, and then I was like, "Okay, oh. whatever." And then it was so awkward because I didn't even know. Usually, I like to talk. Yeah. And he just like, womp, womp type of <laughs> moment, and I was like, "Ugh." It, it was. It wasn't attractive. It was just like, "Oh God, why did I do that to myself?" You're like, I need to leave. So did you, like, plan out an escape plan? I was trying to the whole time, but I was like, that's not right, that's not right. So I was trying to talk myself out of it, and then I stayed for a little while, and then she was like, oh, we should, we should meet again. I was like, sure. And in my head, I'm like, lose my number. <laughs> You're like, this is the number I'm going to save us. Do not respond. <laughs> but yeah, that was awkward. You want another one? Yes, I want a five. You know, Friday night gumbo. All right, what about you tell me? Wait, no, you're going to tell me another one. Then I'll tell you what. I, I will. I will. I will. Okay. Oh, uh, there were, oh, my God. Oh, my, my. <laughs> All right, it wasn't even a date, guys. It was just like. Was this a hookup? It wasn't even a hookup. It wasn't nothing. It was just like this person I was trying to get to know as a friend. Okay. And then we went to 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 eat whatever and it was like i don't know i think she she got the wrong impression that i was projecting wait what did she think <laughs> uh oh <laughs> it was like it, i don't know man what's wrong with people sometimes but it, she felt that it was okay to see me for the first time and then kiss me on the lips. And I was like, wait, wait, wait whoa, a whoa, minute. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, it was so, so essentially, this was your first date. She's first, walking up we to We talked you. before, like... Text or, like, on text, messaging? Text, you know, email, whatever the case. So how long have you been doing this before the date? I don't know, like a month. Okay. Because, you know, I'm always busy and stuff. So we finally decided to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, I, I walk into the restaurant or whatever, and then she just st- stood up, gave me a hug, and she had to kiss me on the lips. And I was like, uh? <laughs> not gonna happen. And then she. So did you like move your face? <laughs> yeah, just, I was just like, you know, mad, like. Yeah. And she was like, oh. I thought we had a connection. I was at like, not that type of connection. You were like, girl. Yeah, I was like, mm. <laughs> and then you know, I still stay, but I've I had a drink, and then we we're gonna order food, and she was just talking a whole bunch of nonsense, and I was like, listen, I think I gotta go. I think that that was the first time I was so rude to someone. I never get up. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's not funny. Like, Listen, I gotta go. Yeah, I was like, mm-mm. This not is gonna not happen. No. Because she was just talking about, like, stuff that 
people talk about when you're dating. We're not dating. I don't want to sleep with you. I don't want to go to your house. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? Are you saying that she thought you were dating and you, you thought it no, was no, just no, like no. a she, she She was pushing it because the fact that we were talking over the phone or yeah. whatever, texting, whatever, she felt that we have moved to the next level. So oh. us meeting is us like being together. Oh, she was crazy. Yeah, I was like, no, she it doesn't like work like that. She's one of those crazy girls. You gotta like, watch out for the crazy. I mean, everybody's a little bit crazy, but there yeah. are they're like red flags sometimes. Yeah, that was like, a red flag. He's like, you know what? This is this is this is not healthy for me. I this know. Gonna, it's like you're gonna be. This is not gonna work out. No, not gonna work. So did she try to call you after? She did, but I block her. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Wrong person. Sorry, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> he must have had it confused. Maybe she got a new phone. <laughs> Good night. Um, okay. What about you? Okay, so, all right. So, people may know. I was in a relationship for five years. Aww. And then I wasn't. And then I took some time off to, like, figure out what I wanted to do next. And finally, one of my friends was like, you have to try okay Cupid," you know? And I was like, I am not... That type of person like i'm not like an online I, my ideal situation is to meet somebody right at an event because uh-huh. you know i go to networking events all the time or to like be introduced by a friend or something like that. right but you know what i was like okay like let me you gotta be in it to win it so let me <laughs> let me make a profile or whatever you still have that profile uh, <clears throat> um <laughs> next question <laughs> I tried to delete it, but I forgot my password. But anyway, um, <laughs> the same thing happened. Yeah, so I don't use like, it. But. Yeah, whatever. Um, so one of so I started going on some dates. So my this this girl that I was talking to, like you know, we were vibing over the messaging thing. I was like, oh, she's cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you know, we go like to the texting and like plan out when we're going to meet on our first day. Mm-hmm. So I roll up, you know, to this Turkish restaurant. That's my favorite <laughs> restaurant. I love it. Shout out. It's called Turquoise. I love that restaurant. Mm. It's on um, in the Upper West Side. If you like Turkish food, it's yummy. But anyway, so that used to be like my date spot. So I, <laughs> so I was like, like, oh, I'll meet you here. Stuff. Like blah, blah, blah. She was cool at first. And then I don't know, maybe she had something like, like she couldn't handle her liquor or oh. what, but she started like telling me about her bodily functions. Like this is, mind you, everyone, this is my first time seeing this person, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, you know, I have a lot of bowel issues, and you know that means that sometimes I can't hold it." And I don't know, maybe she felt awkward. She didn't know what to talk about. But after that, I was done. I couldn't. I'm not. That's not something you talk about. I wasn't, the first thing. It was just really like a big turnoff, and it made me feel really awkward. Yeah. So I just kind of like did the roll away and never called her again. But I've seen her out, and I've just been like, "Oh." You know, like, <laughs> you know that's the funniest thing when when you try that when you haven't speak to someone for so long, yeah. especially in a situation like that, and you see them, and, and it's like, oh, let me just hide from this person because I know, right? Yeah. It's so awkward. It or is. you see somebody that like liked you on OkCupid, but you didn't like them back, or, or whatever. You oh, know what I mean? Like the terminology, yeah. and then you're like at an event or you're at a party, and you see, and you see them, and they see you, and you're like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> 
and then like they try to approach you, and you're just like, oh, hey, hey, yeah, we never met before. Okay, man, it's awkward. Okay, bye. <laughs> anyway, last question: What is your best pickup line for the ladies? <laughs> <laughs> You should have seen my face when she just asked that. Her face that. is like a look of horror. Like, what do you mean, Julia? Pickup lines. I... They use the pickup lines on me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have one. Tell you the truth. Like, I... Well, how do you, like, approach the lady? Like, we gotta give, you know, like, let's give some... Let's drop some jewels on them. Okay, like, one of my... <laughs> oh, everybody gonna know this. This is not okay. <laughs> yes! I mean, I usually do the stare kind of thing a lot. And then I realize I'm doing it and I stop doing it. <laughs> but it's kind of like me saying that, hey, come and talk to okay, me. Okay, wait. I gotta break this down. <laughs> because there is this... There is... There is a, a lesbian stare, you know, like, or a gay girl, queer woman, whatever uh-huh. you want, however you identify stare, right? So what's your stare technique? Let's hear it. I don't have a stare technique. You just say you do the stare. I so mean, what it's, does it it's mean? Just, it's just like, what does it mean? Yeah, like, how does it look? I don't know. I just do it. So you, like, stare, you hold it? No, it's just like, you look... At first, you look, you're like, hmm. All right, let's say, for example, you don't know if somebody's gay or whatever. Right. And then you're trying to figure it out. And you're like, okay, she's cute or whatever, whatever. So you look, and then you try to, like, look at the person, like, the way they, they walk, the way they, their gestures. Because mm. you can't tell from that. Like, you can tell if somebody's straight. From the way they move the body, yeah, you have to be. I like, don't know. It's like it's like it's called um. Oh, my friend always tell me about this. I think it's called the gay vibe or some shit like that. I don't remember. Gaydar. Gaydar. Yeah. No, but what? But what does that have to do with how you walk? Because like, <sighs> like break it down. I want to know. I mean, I it. think it's different for different people. Like, how do you know someone is like? Gay? For me, I would have to like. Pay attention to how you move, how you talk, how you gesture yourself. So I'm very observant. So I observe different stuff. So, you know, you, you might see me seeing the cut and I'm looking at everybody, you know, vibing out. Like, da, 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 da. be like, oh, hmm. And then you start looking at the person mm-hmm. just to see, you know, the move, the swag, the aura, like what, how they're projecting themselves. And then it's sometimes it's hard for femme. Yeah, that's what's gonna be because you can't really tell. But if the person is not too femme, but in between femme and tomboyish, you can definitely tell. But what if they are a femme? Like, how do you tell, like, a femme is interested? Because as you looking or staring but not really staring you don't want to make it awkward you know what I mean like a creep ball exactly like hey girl (laughs) so what I usually do is like I look and then I look away and I mind my business and I look again and then you just give the eye if you're trying to make eye contact like are you like smizing at them you know yes with your eyes you know like remember on America's Next Top Model how Tyra was like (laughs) oh my god that's what make sure you're smizing with your eyes talking about Tyra she she she's she's uh, anyway she's another crush oh she she didn't mean to mention that before okay but is that what you're doing to stare like yeah it's just like 
you, think you're sexy still. Not really too sexy. You don't want to be too sexy. Yeah, you just want to be cute sexy. It's like in between looking really sexy but not be Right, just super creepy, super creepy, not too sexy, not trying to be like, oh my god, <laughs> no, you don't want that. That's because then they'll be like, yikes, you, exactly. Yeah. So you're just trying to be marmelo, and then just to get the, the eye contact, and then if the person look once, you're like, okay, and then you mind your business, <laughs> <laughs> and then you do it again, and if they look a second time, you're like, hmm, that, that that's that's something. You know, because you can't tell with the yeah. look. And then the third time, you'll be like, oh, that's it, definitely you're gay. Like, why you keep looking at me that way, you know? What if they think your outfit is cute, though? Nah. No? There's a difference. I know. I definitely agree with that. Like, I think the stare, it, the, like, the, the, the lesbian stare, that's a Yeah, thing. you like, can't I, just... I used to practice that all the time. <laughs> she practiced it You know? Well. It's like, you would... How would I do it? I would see a girl, right? I'd say, like, ooh, she's... And then I would like look once. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six. And Hold you, it and, and look away. And then I wouldn't look at them anymore. Oh, you just do it once. I wouldn't look at them anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I would see what they do. And sometimes I would notice that they look back. And when they look back, I'm like, I got you. Right? <laughs> it, it's like that, that feeling. Yeah. And then you wait. You just wait. And then if you're somebody who's bold enough, you just walk around, make conversation. Oh, whatever. Sometimes they come forward. <laughs> yeah, but see, what's your pickup line then? They come forward, you do the stare, they come forward, and then what? And then I don't know. So you're just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, you just try to play it cool. Like, my whole thing <laughs> is just always trying to play it cool because you don't want to be too, like, you know. Also, she's making hand gestures <laughs> like she's reaching for boobs, like, <laughs> squeezy. <laughs> You don't want to sound, you know, you don't want to look that way too, like, oh my God. You just be like, play quick, like, hey, what's up? Introduce yourself real quick. And then just, I usually try to talk about random stuff that have nothing to do with gay. Any kind of conversation that can come out to my head. Okay. And then if the person engaged, because my thing is that if you can engage in any topic, I mean that's a good that's a plus. And you could be friends and maybe like yeah, you can we, be friends we anywhere. Can, oh, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like because I'm trying to see your level of intellect. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. For me I used to um I mean, so everyone knows that I, I host networking events and um So it's, it must be easy for I you. used to use my flyers when I was promoting my events as sort Would of pose? <laughs> just jokes. <laughs> when I was promoting my events, I used to use my flyer as it's sort of like a segue. And not even like for dating wise, just like to engage with women because I think for women it's hard. Like if you're a butch, okay, it's easier for me to identify like, oh okay, this right. person is a queer person. Right. Um, but for femmes, it was always hard for me to figure it out. So I would usually approach and like talk about my events and mm-hmm. see whether it interests them or they would say, Oh, I I have some friends I could talk to you, you know, yeah. Like, right, like that. right. Yeah, Stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So but definitely Yeah. I think I use hard. that a lot too, like just to sometimes you don't wanna 
ask well not sometimes you you definitely don't want to ask the person that you just met like are you queer no you because know. you know people yeah. have different levels of being comfortable exactly. too and maybe they don't want to i mean like if you're at a club okay that's different yeah like that's different at a queer friendly space yeah line. that's different but yeah if you're out on the street or you're at like more of a if if you like in a, in a like you said public at a, event or whatever. a club like I would literally ask I was like are you queer are you bi what do you identify like I need oh, you would to ask know. yeah I would ask I wouldn't ask I because just like, hey, I just girl. need to know I, I just need to know because there's something about bi girls it's it, it's, what it's, it's it's do you have a bi stigma no I do not but I know bi girls are. I didn't say this. She's making a generalized statement. I hear it coming out. <laughs> you know what? I'm just. No, 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 no. I mean, you <laughs> might as well because you you're getting like started. By girls, they kind of like they like hard to manage. What? I, I, I think oh the, my! It, it's like it's like there's something about them. It's like there's always a constant, um, not fear. But more like fear from them or you? From them, like not fear, but more like something like you feel like oh she's just gonna go. Leave. Yeah. You know what though? I'll give you that. That's that's that's. I don't know how like true that is for women that identify. I don't know either. Bisexual. Yeah. But from my perspective, in dating women that have that are bisexual. And maybe that's my own insecurity, but I always did feel that way. Like, I always felt like I'm not going to be enough for you because I don't, I mean, to be frank, like, I don't have a penis. I'm not a man. Like, I I, mm-hmm. I mean, even though I know for, and I'd like to have a segment on that, actually, but even though for women that identify as bisexual, like, they, they would always be like, well, I like who I like. I like, um, which is okay. I like, I like a person. Right, or, uh, me. It was hard for me to, because I'm gay and I know that that's. I mean, yeah, I think about. It. I see a couple of men sometimes. I'm like, oh, they're cute. But that's what I was gonna but get at. It's different in that I would probably say to myself, oh, he's cute, but I wouldn't um, be interested in dating them. If right, that makes sense. I got you. I would, yeah. Whereas my concern with dating someone who was women who, who were bisexual was always that they would eventually want to go back to a man. And I know that's like a controversial thing to it say. Is. It is. And I'm not at all throwing shade about uh, to anyone who is bisexual, but that was my own honest like insecurity as someone who uh, identifies as gay. And I feel the same way. And yeah. it's, it's like, although I would feel comfortable if another queer woman, like, oh, this guy is cute. But if it's bisexual, study, I'd be like, hmm. Hmm. How do you, how cute do you think Isn't it is? Isn't that interesting? It's kind though? of like. It's kind of like, even though we're all part of the same community, mm-hmm. there's still like things that are divisive and like things that separate true. us and things yeah. that we come to generalize about each other. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Wait, what? So, first of all, when we're talking about that, like, with bisexuality, fine. And then, like, within that, there's also, like, the femme and, and the butch. And it's, like, one thing that I have struggled with and I'm only coming to realize now is now that I'm 
sort of exploring what it means for me to identify as a tomboy. Because I'm not, I don't really identify as butch, but for me to identify as a tomboy, I really thought that I had to be a certain way, like very aggressive. And, 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 and I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm like very feminine, but my presentation is very tomboyish. Mm-hmm. Like, so even within that, I got a lot of backlash from femmes that I would date because they were like, oh, I thought you were this way, but you're actually this way. And it's like, your style doesn't fit your aggression level. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, we're all gay, queer people, but like, there's all of these ideas of what labels and identities you're supposed to uphold within the community, what role you're supposed to serve based on or present based on what you wear, what you look like. That's true. Or how you identify, like bisexual women, Mm -hmm. you know? That is true. So that's something I've been dealing with a lot, but I mean I don't know if it's a it's a it's a gender thing. If there's any gay men out there that's listening, please give us any yeah. feedback. How is it for you guys? Yeah. Do you have to be certain way, dress certain way, you know, I don't know. I I would not be able to tell. Mm-hmm. If that's the same thing. Yeah. And maybe that's because we're women. Like it, that's there's, what I was there's thinking certain, too. There's a certain need to still fulfill this like yin yang balance uh-huh. of like or one is supposed to one person's supposed to be like this, the other person's supposed to be like this to balance out the relationship uh-huh. or whatever. And I don't know if gay men have that same like pressure. Right. I don't you know. know yeah. But that's something interesting to think about. Also, everyone, like, I want to answer your question. So, like, if you have a question that you'd yeah. like us to talk about or you want to know more about my life or, or, you know, any of the guests that are on the show, if they're comfortable with it, their lives, like, <laughs> email me. Um, yeah. And I'll put my email at the bottom of this, or not the bottom, but, like, in the notes section. <laughs> but, yeah, that's something I really want to do. Like, if you're a listener and you listen to all the episodes and you have questions... I, I'm pretty much an open book. But anyway. Pretty much. Not all the way. Uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's hard. So you don't have a pickup line, basically. No, I just, just go with the you flow. You just go with the flow? Yeah. I used to be, when I was in the club, I used to be like, I would look, you know, see a cute girl, and then, like, if she was by what the bar. Pick up, like, what time it is? I'd be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, girl. No, if she was by the bar, I would say something like, "Hey, what's up?" And they'd be like, "Hi." You know, someone someone trying to curve me. They just not say anything. I'm like, "All right, all right, bye." <laughs> anyway, and then I would probably say something like, "Why aren't you dancing?" Oh, that's a pick up line. Yeah, you could. St- I'll give you the permission to steal it, audience, if, if you want to. <laughs> I say, "Why aren't you dancing?" And usually, it'd be like, "Oh, you know, like I'm tired. Let's go to the bathroom. I'm waiting online. Whatever, whatever." And I, I would use that as a way to start the conversation. Nice, you know. That's smooth. And then eventually, we would dance. Yeah, <laughs> oh, look at you. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that was my pickup line. <laughs> oh, but the best pickup line someone asked me what, or told me and it was a guy um, I was walking down the street and he, I'm like not paying attention and he like comes up to me he's like excuse me um and he like takes out his phone and he's like could you tell me how to find my way back to you and I was like okay <laughs> that's okay. nice I was like that was cute <laughs> I was like I think I said 
said, like, I have a girlfriend, but that was cute. Was like, but I'll always remember that. That was super smooth. Like, I don't remember what he looked like, but that made me smile, and it was cute and creative. That's different. And that, you know, yeah. that is what... That's what makes a pickup line that, cool. That if is you're able cute. to make someone smile yeah. and like make them think for a second, like, oh wait, what? Oh, oh hey, that's cute. Like those you know what's <laughs> What make me laugh sometimes is when guy trying to like have a pickup line on you and, and I feel like if they only know, I'm really not interested. I know. I, know. Like, I still get I still get hit on now, even though I think I, I just like super Do you feel gay. weird? <laughs> I mean, how do you feel? You feel like, I was kind of like, I'm kind of like, really? Okay, okay, dude. Like, yeah. What? How does that make you? I don't. Feel? I don't. I, maybe I'll say like, thank you or whatever. But I'm always like, oh, okay. Just recently, I was going to school, and then um, I'm walking to the train, and this guy was like. Oh, this is the second time I see you. So the third time I need to walk you to the train. I was like, oh. <laughs> and my head, I'm like, I'm never going to walk that way no more. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's some it's interesting kinda, thing. Yeah, it's kind of creepy like, too. Like, How did you see me twice when I've never seen you? <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's the thing, like. I guess that was his pickup line. But does, does that really make you feel good? Like, I mean, that makes me feel unsafe. Like, wait, did you stop me? Like, yeah, it's kind of no, like not okay. That's yeah. not okay. And you were like, definitely not gonna walk this way again. But you know, that's the thing about like catcalling is like, it's to me, it's it's there's a difference between you know a pickup line where you're genuinely try, <laughs> trying to be smooth, and then catcalling where mm-hmm. it's like you're saying something really at the core of it, you're trying to belittle that woman or you're trying to make her feel that you are overpowering her. Yeah, right? it's kind of not okay. And it's That's not scary. okay. I mean, it's kind of scary. Like, I've had um, experiences where people have catcalled at me and I don't say anything back and it's like, well, F you, bitch. Yeah. You know, and it's like, all of that wasn't even about me. That was about you trying to exert your power as a man over me as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like a totally that's not cool at all. Or even even if somebody is doing that, you were like let's say you wanna be blonde and mean, you were like, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm gay, whatever the case. Let's say you just say that bottom line. And then they still feel offended. Because, and they start saying, yeah. you know, names, calling you names and all that. Yeah. It, it's, it's weird. It's really weird. But I think it, I think it, I think it bottles down to um, power. It and does. Like a way that, and it's always like this, a similar technique. It's like, you don't say it while I'm looking at you. You start to say things after I've passed, so yeah. I have to turn my head to see you. Yeah, and come nobody on, does. man! Like, I don't have time so, for that. First of all, that's a coward thing to do. It is. It and, is. You know, that's why I know it's not even about me, and and I and I really don't. I really don't like that at all. And even, I know it's even, a thing that women have to go through a lot. Yeah, even sometimes when I was with my ex, she, uh, we were working together, and then. Guys feel the need to say dumb and stupid yeah. stuff. But you see me with my partner. But you see when I say 
some retarded stuff. Like, I don't get it. Like, oh, can I get between you? In yeah, between you guys? Yeah, like, it's like no respect. Yeah. You know, whatever. I know, and it's, yeah, it's sad. It's sad that that, that is how. There's still something about women's bodies that men feel that they have a control over, right? So mm-hmm. it's like the idea that if it's hot outside and you want to wear shorts and a tank top, that you, it's like, it's like your game for anybody to say whatever they feel right. like to you. When it's like a man wears no shirt and shorts and like he could be like whatever mm-hmm. but women you have to be conscious about like well do i really want to wear this shirt and i'm not saying that that's justified that you have to be conscious about it but i'm saying that that's the reality of it but it makes exactly it makes yeah. you what i mean is like because of our experiences it makes you think twice like yeah like, should oh. i do i want do i want to get bothered today like you know and it's unfortunate that that's the case yeah that's true you know but anyway, anyway, why do I always get so deep on this podcast? <laughs> so one thing I wanted to talk to Gilbert about was tattoos. Because yeah. before we got started on the podcast, we were talking about getting our noses pierced. Because I recently got my nose pierced and she has her nose pierced too. And she was like, did you cry? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, I had this huge tear. Like I was trying to be a G, you know, and like not cry at all. But it was like, boom. Like I felt that tear. It like welded up, welded up. And I was trying to hold it with my eyelid and catch it. And it was like, boom. It was, it was like warm, you know, it was like one of those. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie Glory with Denzel yeah. Washington where he's like, it's like this famous scene. I think he's getting whipped and he's trying to be like such a G, but you have that one tear fall. I understand. It's a good movie, but that's how... That's how I felt. <laughs> That's <laughs> during my nose piercing. But anyway, so tattoos are something that, you know, I said earlier that my celebrity wife, who's Rihanna, mm-hmm. she has a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm, now. Gilbert mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> has a hand tattoo. So what's, like, how many tattoos do you have? Two. And I have one right here. Oh. So what are they for people who can't see them and... Well, the one the- in my hand is it's a butterfly with flowers. It means well, it means change. Okay. And it's showing I have it for so long I need to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like that's a so long you're like, I think it's a butterfly. So the butterfly effect I mean the butterfly effect. The butterfly part <laughs> it's mean change itself because as you can see before the butterfly was a butterfly there's a process a caterpillar yes and then that's the reason why i have it because i was going through a process in my life and i felt like i was a butterfly Mm. i was growing and then all that stuff well when was that that you got that tattoo i wow early 2000 oh wow yeah 16 years ago. Yeah. And then... So you were young, like teenagers? Ish. Not teenagers. Like 20? Probably my early 20s, yeah. I was going through a lot, trying to identify, trying to... It, it, a lot of changes. Mm. And then the, the there's two hearts and two flowers. So one of the flowers closed... And when it's open, mm. also meaning change, the closed one is showing that, you know, the flower is not bloomed yet. 
you know, and then it opens to see things better, you know, whatever you want to interpret it. And the heart that's too hard, a small one and a big one. So also it's showing growth from mm. the inside. Mm. So so the small heart is like kind of, you're still kind of figuring out figure love out. and yourself and all Love and all those other stuff, all those changes in my life. And the big heart, it's more like, this is what I'm dealing with and this is where I want to be. Mm. And this is how much love I want to. What's the word I'm looking for? You want to give to the world? Yeah, or? give to the world, give to myself, especially. Mm-hmm. and uh, Self-love. Yeah. So that's what it means. And the other one, it's um, uh, it's the fleur de lis. Oh, yeah. So yeah. can you tell us what does that mean? Well, it means different things. Um, I, had, I, I did it in Canada last year. Um, to me, when I did it, I, I, was, <laughs> I was like, like not quite she second. was in the zone having a major flashback. I don't know what she was thinking about, but her, her eyes went, she was somewhere else for a minute. Okay. So, um, <laughs> first of all, this, this, this further list will present the, if you ever been to Canada and, and Quebec, they have their own flag and this is like the main symbol in the flag. Mm-hmm. So, if you really look into history, it will present royalty, French royalty, uh, the king, queen, all that good stuff, the knight and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was the symbol. But also, if you're looking into spiritual level, it will present the three form, like father, son, spirit, or you can, it, can mm-hmm. it all depends on what you believe. So I'm just, that's one specific yeah. thing. So, um, I did it because I did it in a spiritual level in terms of like, I don't know how to explain that, but it's more like, um, it's something that have to do with my inner self. Okay. And I don't really want to explain. Oh, come on! <laughs> it, it's like, I feel... Hmm. I don't know. Okay, fine. All right, all right, all right. You see how some people identify something as um the third eye. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's very it's very deep, but it all depends how you interpret it. Mm. So I pick different stuff, different belief, different belief, different values from different cultures how they perceive that trinity mm-hmm. thing and then try to build myself based on that mm-hmm. but it's more about my inner self just to be more spiritual just to be more um in touch with the universe yes basically yeah, yeah. yeah. i like that yeah i've become really spiritual not spiritual like I go to church. Yeah, not like but that, but like spiritual in that. I mean, I'm really big into numbers and I'm really big into 
kind of like signs that the universe sends me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm with that. I, I get that. So yeah, yeah, it can be in another way. You can see it also. It's past, present, future. Mm. What happened in your past, your present, and your future? What you're trying to reach? Or oh, it's it's like so many different way you can interpret it mm-hmm. as yeah that's beautiful why do you get it on your hand and on your wrist i don't know it's just it was just like i just wanted to show not show to the world but to me i just wanted to be somewhere where i'm not gonna see it too much mm-hmm. but it's still gonna be there just like if you're looking at your inner self you can't really see your inner self but if you really meditate then you can connect to it Steve, I like that. I've actually thought about getting a hand tattoo. I don't know yet. You sure? But it's not finished yet. I I I want to add another oh piece to it. It's like some wording. You want some like word like quotes? Yeah. On your body? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Was it painful? No, I was just chilling. (laughs) Were you drunk? Not really. I was just like, um, that's what I'm saying. I'm not scared of t- tattoos, but I'm scared of needles. Okay. I went to the... But tattoos have needles when they do I it. I know. It's funny, right? Yeah. I went to, to get my blood test or something, oh and then God. the lady was taking my I blood, and I was closing my eyes, oh doing my all the more, you know, me neither. And then she was like, you have tattoos. I was like, is it a different feeling? Like it's not the same as seeing my blood having flowing out into this tube, and just like lady, I'm passing out. I've passed out, like literally. Like they're like, okay, it's over, and they (laughs) and I'm over here like, oh, like she's trying to come back to life. (gasps) Yeah, it's really scary. So yeah. So so it didn't hurt. So both of my tattoos, I was. it's okay, my mom doesn't listen to the show. I was... <laughs> uh I don't know. I mean, maybe she does. Um, I was a little bit Drunk? intoxicated. Oh. A little bit. Um, just because I needed to, like, prepare myself. But both of my tattoos were on a fly, on the fly. Like, I didn't plan them out. Like, I knew I wanted to get them. First ever tattoo I got was my Ankh tattoo. And then in the, in the middle is the Eye of Horus, um, sort of, like, you know, like, ward off evil mm-hmm. or whatever. Sort of, like, third eye. Like, all of that kind of mm-hmm. spiritual, the spiritual eye or whatever. Um, not whatever, but, you know, the spiritual eye. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really... Anyway. Um, and then I got the Ankh because it's, like, the symbol of life. Eternal life. You know, sort of... It's sort of, like, a symbol of, like... Everything began... Oh, there, there's... There are many theories of where life began, but right, the center of where life began, a lot of people believe it's like in Egypt, right? And so I Definitely. like I like to <laughs> I like to have so I am African American in the sense that I actually really don't like that term. I like black. But I, I in terms of where I, my identity here in gotcha. the United States, yeah. right? I'm African American. But to me, growing up, I never had, like, a flag to claim. You know, like, people Aww. could say, oh, I'm, like, for you, you're Haitian, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm Jamaican, I'm Dominican, whatever. I was American. and But what does it mean to be American 
go black. So I never really identified with being American because like, even though my family has been here for so long, Mm -hmm. I still didn't feel like it was, I wasn't a typical American, what American looks like. I say all that to say I got this tattoo because it kind of connects me to my ancestral roots. Like it's like this all throughout time, I'm still connected to this past that's made, you know, made me who I am now. That's why I got that. But I am so upset that I didn't, like, I don't know what happened to this tattoo. It was, like, fading out. I feel like the guy didn't do a good job. And I should have, like, gotten it re... Yeah, you can't still do that. I know. At the place, it was whatever tattoo on West 4th or Christopher Street. Wait, what, 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 whatever tattoo? It closed now. Oh, okay. So it's, like, forget it. It's pointless. But There's like, this spot on in the East Village area, I think. <laughs> she thinks but uh it's it's near that that um this building is called the anthropologist film something they show they show film series they, sh- they they show a lot of film screening there angelica film center no <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, whatever. Okay. All right, continue. I'm going to look for the name. (laughs) Maybe like she's not going to listen to the rest of my story. The second tattoo that I have is a hummingbird. I think I talked to you about it already. Like, I love birds. I love animals. I love animals. Um, I, you know, my alter ego career would probably be a vet, veterinarian, um, if I can handle having, seeing animals bleed and having surgery. That would kind you That was my thing too yeah i wanted to be a vet and then my mom was like do you know you have to take care of snakes i was like (laughs) ew no way she was like yeah you can't say no to it yeah you gotta you gotta take all of all all those weird all of them and i was like i don't think i want to do it no more because of the snake because i'm scared of them oh (laughs) well for me it was my mom said well you know you have to do surgery on them so you can help them to feel better and, then you didn't want and I was to. like, what do you mean? I have to cut them open? She's like, well, yeah, sometimes you, like a doctor will have to help the patient to feel better. You have to help. And after that, I was like, no, man, I'm not doing that. No, so I man. looked into different, like, things I could do with animals. Like, you know. Adopt For them. those of you that know, I do dog walking. Like, there's a lot of things that I can do to, like, still enjoy animals and get paid for it. But, yeah, that's what my... Anyways, so I got this... this <laughs> I got this hummingbird tattoo because I love birds, but I'm specifically fascinated by the hummingbird because it's so small, but it has a really important role. And it's a beautiful bird. It I mean, is like, a beautiful bird. And their wing speed is like, I don't know, it's like super fast. And so it's like this little powerful being. It's just like me. I'm a little powerful being on this earth of billions and billions of people, mm-hmm. trillions, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I got that. It's funny, guys. The last episode that we did together, <laughs> we spoke about your what was it? Hummingbird. Yeah, yeah, but it was like your your spirit. Oh, animal. my spirit animal. And yeah. it's funny that we both had the same one. Yeah, it's cute. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So oh, so the last thing we're gonna do in this segment, yeah, is called "That's a Lie." Oh, yes. Dun, dun, dun. So, Gilbert oh, and I are both going to come up with... Different stuff. Three different statements. Yes. 
And yes, you know, you played this game before, and yes, we changed the title, fine. But we're all gonna we're gonna come up with three different statements, and each of us has to guess which one is the lie. And we gotta say, that's a lie. <laughs> Alright, so do you wanna go first? Or you want me to go first? Go first. Okay, because it's because I did the homework and I actually did it. She definitely did. Alright, here are my three statements. I am this is statement number one. I am the youngest of nine siblings. But you can't say anything yet, just think about oh, it. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm... I wore, from statement number two, I wore headgear as a high school student. Headgear meaning, you know, like, the cup, the chin cup, mm-hmm. and like, the thing that connects to your braces, and you wear it outside, and it's like this wire oh, okay, mesh gotcha. thing. Yeah. And statement number three, I have traveled to Australia. Which one is a lie? Okay. Uh. Uh. Hello? Okay, you did not wear headgear. Wrong! Really? You did? Yes. So, everyone, the sad part of my life is that from the age of seven or eight, to the age of 14. Oh, pardon. I wore braces. Not only did I wear braces on the top teeth <laughs> and the bottom teeth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Get ready to feel sorry for me, okay? Not only did I wear teeth braces on the top and the bottom teeth, I additionally had <laughs> under, like, you know, like in the back of your teeth, I had a wire frame in the back of my teeth. I additionally had a bridge that goes, like, at the roof of your mouth. You know, to oh like help your teeth yes, expand. I've seen so those. So I've had that. Aww. So those two things, imagine. And then I had headgear. Headgear, like, have you ever met someone with headgear? Do you guys remember um, Marsha, 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 Marsha? Yeah. <laughs> it was in the Brady Bunch. So I legit had headgear. Thankfully, oh, thankfully, so thankfully, the Lord blessed me to not have to wear it actually in school. Okay. But so as soon it was as like I got home, thing? no, no. As soon as I got home, I had to wear it. When I went to sleep, I had to wear it. So oh. it's like, imagine like having sleepovers with your friends and like, guys, I gotta put on my headgear. That's like, it, weird. it was so bad. And it had like, so the way headgear works is like, there's a wire rim right that extends out from like the part that's connected to your head, mm-hmm. and you have to take rubber bands, connect the rubber bands to your braces, and then like loop it onto the headgear so it can. Because I had an underbite. So I was trying to pull my teeth forward. It was great. Her face looks like terrified. <laughs> but anyway. Do they even do that nowadays? I don't know. Do well, they have I, something I else? I pray that there are better, there better means like of, of, of doing that for yeah. kids these days. Because that was not cute. That's not and like cute. anybody who has braces, you know, like every month you have to get them tightened. Yeah. And it's like so painful. So, but you know, my teeth are straight now, so I can't complain. And I'm thankful to Columbia Dental School for Ooh. hooking me up and saving my parents a lot of money because because there were dental students, not like yet oh, doctors. So it's, nice. it's cheap. Yeah, it's cheaper. So that's a good tip if you do have kids, right? And you live in New York City. If you're willing, the process takes a little longer because they're students. But yeah. if you're willing to pay a little less, the Columbia Dental School is good for braces and for good to know teeth. Yeah. Okay, your turn. So the lie was the number one. 
What? What, what was the lie? Guess, you can, you, can, you can keep guessing. One. That I have nine siblings? Yeah. Do you have nine siblings? Yeah. You do? Yeah. But I remember you so, had less siblings. No, so I am an only child between my parents. Like, my mom and dad only had me. And then, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I cannot Sorry. believe I got both wrong. That, that, that's the shame. She's not a good friend. I think I told her this before. I think you did. But I think I told her this reason, like, more than once. Like you had less siblings. <laughs> No, because I so, remember when I was counting mine, you were like, "Oh my god, you have a lot of siblings." No, and then how were, many do you have? Oh, a lot. More than me? I think we have the same oh, numbers. Yeah, around the same numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like <laughs> That's I'm the youngest, but I don't know. Maybe they're you know how it is. But yeah. um, for my dad's side, it's all for my dad's side. But between my parents, it's just me, and I was raised by my mom, like living with my mom. So I don't really. My closest sibling in age is nine years apart from me, and Aww. he lives in Germany, so I don't get to see him, but Aww, I really, he's, he's my best buddy brother, so nice. anyway. No, so the lie was that I have never been to Australia, but I would love, uh, that I have been to Australia, but I would love to go to Australia someday. You and have I, not been I have to not been. Yeah. Because I said I have been. Yeah. But I would love to go. That'd be a dream. I would not think that was a lie. Yeah. sounds so weird. I mean, I've traveled to other places, but not, not Australia. Australia. Yeah. 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 Is Australia the only continent I haven't been to? Oh, and Antarctica. I haven't been there either. Because, you know. It's <laughs> I don't know. Cold. Yeah, I don't know. So, you know, I'll be like, hey. <laughs> Actually, there's no one to say hi to because it's so freaking cold. Anyway. <laughs> so, what are yours? Okay, let's see. For I. <laughs> this is why, kids, you do your homework before you come I to the podcast. I know, man. This is horrible. Okay, just just make up three. Okay, I'm fine. Oh, you're thinking? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I had a dog growing up. Um. I went to school in France all my school year, elementary school, high school. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm listening. <laughs> Can I change everything? No! <laughs> Come on! What and part? I speak Italian. Mm. <laughs> You're such a bad game face. The lie, that's a lie, is that you don't speak Italian. Okay. Actually, I told you three lies. Which is, what? I was you like, can I start over? <laughs> Those are true. No. I, oh, you didn't have a dog, and then you you grew up in Canada. I grew up in Haiti. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> I just wanted to make it fun. All right, I let's thought you. Over. I thought you went. I thought you. Did you spend some time in Canada, or you just travel? Oh, vacation, there? travel oh. all the time. You grew up in Haiti the whole time. Mm-hmm. But what about France? Born. But how long were you in France? Baby. Oh. Oh, right, and then your parents, right, I remember now. Your parents wanted to bring you back to Haiti. That was funny. So <laughs> Unexperienced. It's, see, it's good. These games are good because it tells us about All right, how much let's, we listen let's to each other. Let's do a good one. Let's do a good one. Are you doing another one? Okay. Yeah, because I kind of messed up. Right, I just wanted to, like, bother you. <laughs> I'm editing it out. No, no. Okay. Um... <clears throat> okay. 
My favorite Disney movie. This isn't fair because, like, you never talked to me about this, but anyway. It doesn't matter. You can All figure right, it fine. out. My favorite Disney movie is The Lion King. Um, I used to wear glasses when I was a kid. And three, I love chocolate. I feel like the lie really? is that you used to wear glasses. Yeah. I'm so good. I'm nice with it. She I'm just nice figure it out. That. No, because honestly, like she doesn't wear contacts now. So I she don't, never you, wears. You don't know if I'm wearing contacts. I will see it. <laughs> but like, yeah. Because if you used to wear them as a kid, you probably wear them now unless you got LASIK surgery. Right? But that was good. Cool. How did you know about the Disney thing? I mean, The Lion King was a pretty good movie. So that don't mean that's my favorite one. It is my favorite one, but I'm saying. I know. I, I just thought. The probably I like like Cinderella. You like Cinderella? No, not really. Why is Lion King your favorite? Because the storyline originates from Africa. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's a lot to it. So tell us about it. What do you mean there's a lot to it? It's like It's like the motherland and then... It's different things. I can't. I can't. You can. <laughs> can I say something though? What? I have a problem with the Lion King. Why? You I think it's racist. I love. I loved it growing up. I did. Mm-hmm. I was all about it. I had the little tape cassette. cassette I have it tape, on Blu-ray right now. Of, oh wow! And I actually have the Lion King, like the little teddy oh, wow. Lion King. She's obsessed. I am. <laughs> no, but I I love oh, I actually when Simba was like um like when he turned into like a teenager I was like oh he's cute <laughs> well he is cute dog <laughs> right I was like wait he's a lion okay, okay. anyway <laughs> anyway um we're not gonna talk about that That's um no here's my problem with the Lion King why is it mm-hmm. that the only movie that is done based in the motherland in Africa, in mm-hmm. the continent of Africa. Why is it about animals and not people? Because Disney is racist. Exactly. And so, like, you know, my whole problem with it was that, like, as I got older, not when I was a kid, I didn't realize, but is that Disney couldn't make a movie until, uh, wait, is that Disney? Is Isn't Princess it? and the Frog Disney? Yes. Love that movie. But anyway... I love and hate it. What? Because... Wait. But go. Uh, We're talking about okay, the okay. Lion King. But don't forget. Yeah. So, no, it's just that, like, why couldn't they just make a movie about black people? Because they freaking make movies about a white mermaid. I mean, I like... It's like a love-hate. You know, like, I love The Little Mermaid, you know? Me too. And, and Beauty and the Beast. Questions about that. But anyway... Mm-hmm. Um, but when it came to making a movie about a continent that is dominated by black people, there was not a single black person in the actual movie. Everyone was an animal. And yeah. what does that say about how Disney perceives black people? It is the voices were all you know, people of color. So, I mean, it's... It's just... 
yeah, mm-hmm. it's racist. I, I see where you're going with that, but I see it that way too, but I also see it as like, even though that's not true, but I see it as him trying to appreciate, not really, he's not appreciating. But he, in, Disney? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I feel like, I see it as like trying to appreciate the fundamental of the motherland like and if you if you go into saying that how um Mufasa Ray Simba is mm-hmm. like he's like the king right right and then you can see the the female how they function I don't know it's it just it's just it's a lot it also it also kind of like show me um hate hatred between family mm-hmm. how family can go apart because they envy you mm-hmm. you have that and then you have the social tru- the social structure of him raising his kid trying to make him respect nature mm. all that so i feel mm. like there's pros and cons yeah there are pros and cons yeah. i mean yeah i mean yeah i mean like there's a lot there that's interesting and talks about the circle of life and how nature is like sort of at the root of all of that yes the only thing that kind of bothered me is the monkey because i, yeah. I feel like it's trying to show that People who do spiritual stuff are interpreted as being a monkey. Mm-hmm. It's like, huh? It's, it's, it's like, okay. Because we all know that the monkey position is that he is a spiritual person. You know? Yeah. It's just like an anaconda, like the tree. What? Remember the tree in anaconda? I didn't see that movie. Did you see that Disney Anaconda with John Smith? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, is it for Countess? Oh, I saw Anaconda. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew I was going to say something. Don't laugh at me. Oh, I meant to say for oh, Countess. Anaconda, that's the yeah, name. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I just, I was sorry, like, guys. Wait, what's Disney like, I don't know why I say Anaconda. Oh. Anyway, it's just the so A's funny. got me confused. Yeah, Pocahontas yeah. I really liked. So you see how that's the monkey is spiritual, and I feel like the tree in Pocahontas mm-hmm. was spiritual too. So it's, it, look how they portray the tree. I mean, mm-hmm. the spiritual person mm-hmm. as a tree. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is spiritual. Like Mother Nature. Mean, yeah, but yeah. still it's just like, hmm. Interesting. But anyway, now, yeah. the princess and the frog. What? I don't like that, that cartoon. Or Disney. Why? Because why why is that the lead characters are just frog the whole film? (laughs) I know. Why can't they just be people? They were people and in the beginning. In the beginning and they just turned frogs. The whole entire and that's the only Disney film beside Pocahontas, not Anaconda guys. And that there's a the lead character is a black, it's black. Mm-hmm. And 
They like Little Froggy. The Lion King. Is it really Disney or is it Pixar? <laughs> I don't know. Which one? The, the, the Princess and the Frog. It's Disney. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. I remember, so the beginning, you know, it's very elaborate. It talks about her life growing mm-hmm. up, and then all of a sudden she meets that frog, and then she gives her the yeah. frog, and both frogs together. Because, like, her whole life she's been raised to, like, look for a prince, right? Or kiss mm-hmm. a frog and be a prince. And then she ends up being a frog. And then I guess, like, I see the element of, like, self-discovery and love and blah, 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 and you should like someone oh, for, like, but well, why do they have to be frogs? This is my problem with the media. Why is it that black people just cannot be black people and we cannot just have movies about our lives and it's not about a struggle? Yeah. That's an issue I have. It's like, why can't it just be a story about our lives Anything? and it happens to be two black people? Yeah. No. It has to be, like, some Dottie Green Right? Ugly. I don't like frogs. I think they're they're weird. She like, obviously has something against frogs. It's like, look, you gross kind of thing. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't like frogs, but I know what you mean. Yeah, but even with Pocahontas, it's it's like, why does she have to like? It's just like I don't know. I feel like she kind of like. Was vouching for this white man, mm-hmm. and then her people were struggling. It's just like she didn't have like I don't know. Yeah, this is another topic. This is we could go in about movies. Yeah. Maybe we're gonna do that in another episode to talk about the racism and or not even like just because you know Gilbert is a filmmaker, so she has she has an eye for that, I but. You know, the reason that I created this podcast is because, like, I really believe in visibility. I don't think that there are enough women, enough women of color, enough queer women just talking about things. Like, we can talk about, yes. I mean, obviously, like, we talk about our experiences, like, as being women and queer women, but also just talking about topics, like, Uh because there's not enough of that. And, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree, too. So, what's next for you? This month of March, aren't you working on a film? Well, I'm working on a film with with some students, and we were shooting the whole week last week for six days. Mm. And uh, uh, this week, uh, I'm like dead. <laughs> but right. we, we're not done. What is the film about? It's, or you can't talk about it. I don't know if I can talk about it. But it's well, can you give us like the synopsis? Okay, can I give? Oh, yeah. Like a it, little, like a little. It's about, um, of course, sexuality, but Ooh. it's about this young woman who is in love with intelligence, people who are really able to express themselves. And What is that? There's a term for that. What yeah. is that called? Sapiosexual. Yeah, sapiosexuals. Yeah. So... That's 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 what so turned her on. So she's just she's like into the mind. Yeah. Are you a sapiosexual? No. <laughs> You're not. Because, I mean, not to that extent. I'm sorry. I'm like we're like eating cookies. We're, and- we both like okay. So last night we were talking about the podcast, and <laughs> I was like, "Why are you up so late?" And then she's like, "Why?" She's like, "I'm eating an orange." And then I'm like, 
I'm eating peanut butter from a jar. <laughs> and I was like, what are our lives right now? But anyway, so now we're eating peanut butter cookie and peanut butter crackers. Yeah. So anyway, we both like peanut butter. What were we saying? If I missed it, you said. Oh, yeah. No. Not to the extreme definition of that. Okay. I don't get turned on just because you know certain author or you write your thesis about certain people. That doesn't turn me on. Okay. But so I feel like it's if you're a sexual person, stuff like that turn me on. Okay. Okay. I mean, I think it's a mixture of both. I'm actually, I'm actually reading this book right now. Um, cool. It's called. It's complicated, but it doesn't have to be. Um, and it is really interesting because it's talking about what matters in a relationship, mm. you know, and what matters in terms of like how you want to live your life. Like the first chapter is basically about marriage isn't for everyone, and you know, it's about this idea of the fact that, like, especially women. I mean, the, the book is heterosexually centered, fine, mm-hmm. but I still think that there's some really good pieces of information there. Um, but like for women, the pressure is always like. You are expected to get married. If you don't get married, you're a failure, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, but, but, but the truth sure is, is that. that, like, over 50% of marriages nowadays end in divorce because people think that they need to get married or they get married for the wrong reasons or they're not in it for the commitment aspect of it. So, so it's made me think about, like, when you're talking about sapiosexuality, it's like, what is the most important thing in sustaining a relationship mm-hmm. because a part of me you know i'm a cancer a part of me wants to like feel that like movie feeling where you like meet someone and you just like share this moment together and you're just like i love you like crazy and then you like love each other like crazy but another part of me is like is that sustainable in life like will you always feel that way or are there other things that are more important in like building a solid partnership that was your that's a question to me or it's a that question. could be a question <laughs> yeah that's just what i've been thinking about what do you think i mean i feel like the most important thing is friendship beyond i mean above everything mm. if you don't have some kind of friendship with your partner when you reach 60, 70, the sex is no longer there. But mm-hmm. what's left? Friendship. Mm-hmm. You want to be... That person needs to be your best friend. You you want to you be able to go anywhere with that person, do everything with that person. And I feel like with friendship, love grows more. Mm. So that's very important. If I can't be your friend... Because it, to a certain extent, I feel like this is not going to work out. Yeah. Eventually, it's, it's going to die out. Because what happened when we're no longer in love, mm-hmm. but we still love each other. We're not in love, like but that crazy love. mad yeah. love. Yeah. What happened when the sex died out just because for different reasons Then what is left? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Emptiness, nothing. So if you have that friendship, you can be like, Yes, that's my wife or whatever. That's my partner. We've been together for like 
whatever years. years. And then we're still kicking it. We're still <laughs> being be strong, you know? We're yeah. going to go to Cancun together, travel. Get our margaritas on. Yeah, and even when it's a boring night, we still can mm. eat some popcorn, watch TV, mm. and still enjoy it. And mm. not think about the next person mm-hmm. at the end of the mm-hmm. day. I like that. I do think that friendship is the key. And I, I, and I, I mean, like, I like what you said originally, like, we were talking way back. We talked about a lot of things on this podcast. That's why it's called Friday Night Gumbo. <laughs> but anyway, like, we were talking way back before about pickup lines, and mm-hmm. you were saying you want to see if a person's able to, like, have a conversation. Right. Like, conversation is, and laughter, and, like, sharing a sense of humor is super attractive because, like, life is hard. Right. And like your job is stressful and like so many struggles. Mm -hmm. But if you have somebody who like you vibe with and you can like connect with and laugh with and just have a good time because you respect them as a person. Mm -hmm. That's like everything. I think that I think that's like at the foundation is like friendship and you should really be able to be your full self with someone. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like you can be your whole. Your whole. Hiding anything. Yeah. If I want to be goofy yes. and do silly faces, you're going to go along with it. You're not going to be like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you be like, oh, one person. Like, keep it cute. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh. like. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Like, I actually was going through my mind about people I've dated and I was thinking, like, could I be friends with this person? Like, there's some, there's something about, like, there's a difference to me about liking someone because you're attracted to them mm-hmm. and then liking someone as a person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know right and i've always my when i think about partnership like i want to like the person of course like be attracted to them but like like them as a person like who are they like what do they represent what what is important to them all of that stuff that's part of like what will be attractive of course you know um yeah, I, I I want it to be like even if it doesn't work out, we're still friends because we vibe like that and we care about each other. And that's I think the most important thing. Yes, yes, definitely conversation. But anyway, this is a great podcast. It is. We talked about so much stuff. So much stuff. You know, do you want to get married? Just last question. Yes and no. I don't know. You know, you open mean, to both. I'm open to both. If it happened and I found the right person and then all the above match, <laughs> and then why not? Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to get married and divorce. Like, I, I'm totally against that. I mean, if I have to, I have to, but I'd rather not. Yeah. It's, it's not something religious. It is, kind of, but it's just, like, for my own sake, I just don't want to go through the process because it's a lot of bullshit yeah especially if you get them in divorce here in this country mm. it's a lot of weird it's anyway. a lot yeah so i'd rather not but i feel like for me to get married i would have to know that person 100 mm. percent, and mm. we have to match all that criteria we were talking about what do you mean you have to what does it mean to you to know someone 100 percent? you know i mean it can mean anything like know everything about them, their deepest secret, their, how they feel, 
let's say uh, I'm, I'm someone like especially for me I usually sometimes depending on how I'm feeling I don't like talking I like to like keep it in mm. and then deal with it and if you can understand that as my partner and then still give me some space but mm. still be there for me mm. that's a plus you know what I mean so if you that's that's basically knowing your partner to the fullest like give them some time yeah they need time or so you need to understand every expression every behavior of that mm. person and then that make it a big deal just because they act in a certain way mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah so I think it, it, it helps the relationship it helps to build it stronger if you can understand that if your partner is going to a crisis and you know your partner like to do it by by themselves or they like to whatever they, they like to do mm-hmm. you understanding that part and give them the space they need or whatever it is mm. it's it's important i like that that's deep so have you like taken time to like figure that out or did you always just because that's no i had to I mean, like go and learn yeah as you dating people you kind of see what you like about the person, what you don't like about the person, how you want to improve a relationship for the longer one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, guys, like, relationships are a lot of work. It is. And so... Commitment. Commitment is everything. And you really have to be ready. So, I mean, I, I think it's It's really, a full-time job. Yeah. It, on its own. It, so, you have to be ready for that. But I think it's okay. I think there's a lot of, like, stigma around being single. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being single. Like, I think it's good to take time to figure out what you really want and, and like, who you really want to be with. Right. And then, like, what kind of person you are. Mm-hmm. And, and and being the person you are, like, what kind of person you can be to someone else. Exactly. Because... I mean, to be honest, like, I think I got into dating too early because I wasn't ready to date yet because I was still trying to figure myself out. I think mm-hmm. it gets confusing for people that you date if you're, like, still trying to figure right, yourself out actually. and they know what they want and yeah. you're like, um, well, oh, I wanted the, uh, well, I don't know. So my thing for other people who are, like, maybe coming out of a relationship is take a really good amount of time to, like, figure yourself out uh-huh. because someone, I what were I was reading somewhere that it's, so whatever amount of time you're in a relationship, so let's say you're in a relationship for five years, half of that, you should take half of that time after you get out of that relationship to try to understand yourself. Because you will grow from that relationship. Yeah. You will see things differently. Yeah. So you need to grow. I mean, Yeah. Because you don't want to make the same mistake you made with that previous relationship. Mm-hmm. That's like going backwards. You want to move forward. You want to move forward always, yeah. right? And so, so it's important after you get out of a relationship and a major commitment is to take that time to like reflect. And you could take two years. It's okay. It's okay. Because it'll make you a better person. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that me, myself, I don't have any flaws. I know I have things that I need to work mm-hmm. on as an individual. But I think I'm pretty much where I need to be in terms of like understanding myself and know what I want mm-hmm. and then know what I'm looking for in a partner. Mm-hmm. 
mean, what do you want now? So you know? Yeah. Fibulous. <laughs> you know what? Keep it real. I, I, I yeah, bit. but you know, you have to because <laughs> it's it's so much that I've been to and learned yeah. from different people, experiencing wise, and you don't certain things you don't want to make the same mistake again. You just want to go from that and be better. Mm-hmm. And then right now, I feel like I'm at that stage where I can be like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm completely at that stage. I'm still learning. Yeah. But still, I have a good understanding of who I am mm-hmm. and what I'm looking for. How long did it take you to get there? Shit. <laughs> I don't know. It took it took a long time. I'm like 30 something years old. And it's like 30, she's like 31. Alright. I'm 32. Okay, sorry. But it 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 took it took me a good seven years. Wow. I'm not count because you can't you cannot count when you a teenager. Yeah, it's so that good. doesn't count. But a good seven years ish. So. Well, I feel like when I was twenty five I kind of like was in the right path. Okay. Like mm, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I don't wanna deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like, to be honest, like I'm still trying to figure it out. But that's but, good. But I have become more open and more more willing to be vulnerable about and honest with people that I'm with a woman that I'm dating. Um, <laughs> you know about she had a small <laughs> about like what I can do well mm-hmm. and what I really need help with. And that's that, for me. That's like a big step because I used to be like, I got it. I'm good yeah. with everything. I know everything. And I know nothing. But like, sometimes, what? I, yeah. yeah. So sometimes you just have to be open. Like, hey, I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I like you. Let's, Let's you know. Yeah. But like, it's okay to be honest about things you need. I agree with to that. To improve on. Yeah. And then it's, it's also okay to grow with your partner. Yeah. You don't have to know everything or learn everything. Together, you guys can like, make it go. Mm-hmm. And then, I think that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I know everything, but if I can find somebody who's like searching themselves as well, and then it's like we're together, we can grow together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then us going together gonna give us more, gonna make us stronger, basically. I like that. It's okay to grow together. Yeah, definitely. It's okay. Read books together, you know, like. Yeah. And then learn from each other, you know? Yeah. I probably yeah. have more experience than you in certain things. You have more experience than me in certain things. And like that, we're going and then we're learning at the same time. Mm-hmm. And complimenting each other. What's yeah. your sign? I'm a Gemini. <gasps> oh. Wait. When's your birthday? May 31st. Oh, you're a May Gemini. Okay. The good one. <laughs> Shout out to all the May Gemini. Oh, the June Geminis are trouble. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it, <laughs> but anyway, I'm a I'm I'm a cusp of Gemini Cancer because my birthday is June 21st. But I do not claim Gemini; I claim Cancer. Yeah, Cancers. You know, it's funny. I what? always get along go. with Cancer. Oh, good. Oh, all right, all right. As friend, we're cool. Yeah, but partner wise, 
No. We'd be having some up and down. Why? Man. What's wrong with cancer? I don't know. I think cancers always find me. <laughs> I don't know. It's always... I think it's like a magnetic thing. Like, ring. Cancers, come on. Let's go. So you've dated cancer? A lot. All of them? Most of them. Oh, my God. What's your point? Tell me about what's the problem with cancer. We're the greatest side. No, you guys are We're great. the best. Oh. No, go yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. I finished the cookie. <laughs> No, you guys are great. You just Gemini are very stubborn mm. people. Mm-hmm. Do you know any Gemini? Yeah. Okay. I'm dating a Gemini. See? A May Gemini. Gemini and Cancer. I when I okay. <laughs> when you read the horoscope, they're not compatible. Yeah. But they always find each other. Mm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. But um you will learn a lot. Mm-hmm. And she will learn a lot from mm-hmm. me. Trust me. Been there. Mm. But no, they're great people. Cancers are great individuals. Very loving, good people. But it's just something <laughs> about sometimes the relationship will What? The, I mean, we're Not you guys, the Gemini side, because we're very oh, stubborn. That out of you? And then we, we like, you guys are more like laid back and chill. And Gemini are more, we like aggressive, but we like entrepreneurs. We like to talk. We like yeah. to like, do all kind of stuff. And sometimes. And you have like seven sides? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are so emotional. And mm-hmm. sometimes we're trying to be the bitchy one. Mm-hmm. And then that usually hurt the cancer part. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> but Gemini's are cool. Like. You know, mm-hmm. you better watch your work carefully. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Anyway, guys, thank you for joining us on this episode of Friday Night Gumbo. This is the 23rd episode of Outsiders. It was a if, lot. Yeah, that was a lot. Um, but I think it was all really great. And, you know, if you have any questions for me, for Gilbert, for you know, the podcast itself, uh-huh. just send in those questions. I'll put the email in the notes. And until the next episode next week, be real. If you're dating, you know, be honest about what you want with the person that you're dating. If you like someone, go all in for it, but just be willing to be vulnerable and be okay with the fact that be sometimes, humble. Ooh, Sometimes you'll get hurt, and it's okay to be humble. Yes. It's okay to sometimes compromise. I mean, we're not relationship experts, but I mean, like, these are things that we've learned. But anyway, be awesome. Say what you need to say, and see you next time. Bye. Bye.